Hey everybody, welcome back to the Andor Files, since we never came up with a better name. I'm Logan. I'm Sleepy. <laughs> I'm Dopey. <laughs> We're both tired. Jacob's up way too early and I'm up way too late. <laughs> I just got off work and he's just getting his day started. Um... So, uh, we're going to talk about episode five. Yes, we know episode six is out. It just came out as we're recording this and neither one of us have watched it. Um, we're going to spoil it. So it's, it's to the extent that it can be spoiled. Um, so if you didn't watch it, maybe don't listen. Um, so we've been pretty mediocre on the show so far, even though every person who has, like, it seems like everybody who has not loved everything that Disney has been doing with Star Wars will not shut the hell up about how great this show is. So <laughs> did you like this episode any better than the previous four episodes? <laughs> it's kind of more the same. Yes. <laughs> um, and I like I hate ragging on it because it looks it looks good. All the actors are great. The dialogue's good. The like everything's great, but nothing's happening. It's like they made a show about all the stuff we don't see <laughs> and left out all the exciting parts that we usually do get to see. <laughs> yeah. Like, I never watched Star Wars and wondered, like, I wonder what it was like while they were planning all of this. Because I didn't care. <laughs> it's not that exciting. <laughs> I mean, really, the only planning we saw was uh, Mon Mothra in, at the end of episode four. Yeah. Um, all right, so there's several different storylines going on in this episode. Um, most of them are really brief. Uh, the main one is Cassian, of course, with with the crew. All of these people whose names I can't remember. I know that yeah. makes <laughs> terrible, but they just, like, I, I don't want to sound like that guy, but, like, Star Wars characters usually have such memorable names. And I feel like, and maybe that's the point. These guys are named things that aren't that memorable. <laughs> like these, there's like on such a lower level, you know, it just, I don't know. It's, it's whatever. Anyway, so they, uh, Cassian and, and the, the crew are basically finalizing plans for the uh the heist that they're they're going to pull off um it i i want to say this not because it matters but i'm just curious if i'm the only one did you put it together that um god what is her freaking name uh, hold on, I'm pulling it up. Um, Senta. Senta and Vel 
are together, like are in a relationship. Which one's Vale? Uh, the blonde, the girl, and the Santa... one. That... Cinta is the dark-haired, the the other girl, the only other female on the crew. Uh, no. Yeah, it's so, like, it, I'm not saying it's, it should be something that's obvious and you get beaten the head with, but I watched this episode twice, and it wasn't until, like, most of the way through the second watch that I understood all of it in, in regards to their relationship because when Cassian's coming out of the tent like looking for his stuff and old buddy's giving him like the rundown on all the all the people he's like you know Cinta she's brave she's courageous she's ferocious she's stronger than all of us probably and uh Cassian's kind of giving her like the once over uh he's like uh, he's that dude says something like uh, she she's already he doesn't say shacked up that's such a terrible term but he says uh, something like her bed's already taken or something like that so don't get any ideas and I didn't think anything of it at the time but like if you go back and rewatch the episode every time Cassian's looking at her they'll like like there's a moment where she steps in between them. There's a moment where she, uh, um, Senta is like uh, like dressing him, like trying to make him look more uh, officerish, I guess, or whatever. And Vel like steps out of her tent and is like, Cassian, you can dress or Clem, sorry, Clem, you can dress yourself. And uh, then when Cassian outs himself for doing it for the money and everybody's looking at Vale, they look at uh, Cinta and Cinta's like, she didn't tell me either. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> They're together. I feel like that would compromise the mission. You would think so. Um, but... Uh, or have the potential to. I, I only bring it up to say that Yes, the show should not beat you over the head with details or or with like exposition about things, but this show is so subtle about how it does everything. I I didn't understand that they actually built a model of the the bridge until I saw or whatever it was, the base thing, mm -hmm. until I saw it. And he was like, oh, it looks just like your model. I was like, oh, okay. And then when I was re-watching the episode, it shows the fire. I was like, oh, they burned it. So that in case anybody ever, like, they wouldn't just have this model laying around so that it would lead back to anybody. I appreciate that it's being subtle, but it's way too subtle. <laughs> Yeah, for like a, uh, what is it, like a 40-minute show or 30-minute show? Yeah, the, like there's so much stuff that I do not pick up on. Well, there and was, so, there was one, uh, I think that they've set up their 
camp or the area that they camp in to be their mission in the base. Did you? Yeah, I'm misremembering that. Yeah, the, the, yeah, because he's like, that's this over here. That's this over here. That's, mm-hmm. and, and even that is a little too subtle. Like you don't really get what they're saying unless I mean you got to really pay attention like to a degree that most people do not pay attention while they're watching TV that's why there's so much exposition which I mean I guess that makes this a really smart show but like it might be a little too smart for its own good um I did like so at some point in all of that Kel, uh, Kel, Vale brings uh, Clem, Cassian, into the tent, and and her and um, that big dude are asking him, que- asking Clem questions about like the weight and like how how would you do uh, distribute the weight or something like that on the. I, the train thing or whatever they're going to use to mm-hmm. he's right. like yeah he's like what do you mean and they they just keep pressing him he's like you mean you <laughs> you don't know how to do this that's what you're telling me and they like won't fess up and he's like oh my god <laughs> and like he's finally seeing that like <laughs> he was basically told that like, Oh, these people know what they're doing. And like, they have an idea of what they want to do. They have no idea of what they're getting into. Yeah. Like I, I really liked that scene of him just like losing his mind. <laughs> like, it describes, uh, describes my job perfectly. <laughs> like we have these, um, plans from corporate, they seem like good plans, but then when you get down in it, it's like oh, these people, idiots. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like we had this all planned out. Like you've never set foot in our store. Any, you don't even know where or any store stuff is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you don't the people, know the layout. You don't know the weight. You don't. <laughs> and the people they give you to 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 do it with or figure it out are just as dumb. <laughs> it's like I don't know. Um, yeah, I re- I really like that scene. I, I, honestly, Diego Luna is carrying all of their stuff. Like he's just he's so good. Um, like I I enjoyed the, the where they're like tr- not training, but they're like practicing, like marching and all that stuff. And he's just like he should switch sides, like it. You know, he's left-handed. Yeah, he's left-handed. Yeah, <laughs> like you don't, you know. And, and, and I did. Th- I noticed that too when they were marching. I was like, "Yeah, his gun is pointed right next, right at his partner." Why? Is yeah. That- so, um, it, yeah, it, all him like pointing out all the flaws in their plans. I like. I really, really enjoyed that. Like, it showed that like he actually brought was bringing something to the mission uh we find out that that kyber crystal is called sky kyber yeah which i thought was kind of cool 
Although he did say, look at it, it's glowing. I mean, it wasn't really glowing. <laughs> so, like, they could have added, like, some kind of effect or something. The shimmer. Yeah. So, um, and we kind of find out bits and pieces of why all of them, well, not all of them, but a few of them are, like, involved in all of this. Uh, I don't, I didn't understand. Why do you think he won't just tell them his story? Because he just doesn't trust them? I think because he has to, uh, keep the cover, I guess. Yeah. But why, I, why does think, he have a cover? I guess <clears throat> just because he's inserted into this group of people that have been uh, together for so long fighting nature, yeah. you know, I don't know. Um, we did get would, more of the, the TIE fighter stuff too, which yeah. I saw an article, another article of somebody losing their mind about this proves like it, it, it finally shows us how terrifying a TIE fighter can be. And I'm just like, <laughs> These people do not watch Star Wars. <laughs> no. The only Star Wars they see is on the big screen because, like, we've seen how terrifying a TIE fighter can be. Um, it, it, it always, that it, it always makes me mad. Um, so we, we find out that, uh, the, the grumpy dude, uh, <sighs> Or Arvel, or Arvel, or Skeen, I think is what they call him, Skeen. Uh, he's in it because his brother lost, like, his his farm, and mm -hmm. then just committed suicide because he was so distraught. So, like, now he, he's fighting back against the Empire for what he did to his family. Uh, we don't find anything out, really, about Sinta are uh veil um except that they have a secret mission yes um which th that's the first we've heard of that so what do you think their secret mission is uh well according to your information they're gonna they're getting they're gonna elope <laughs> <laughs> they're going to get married that, that's why they joined this so that they could be there for that festival of Meteors or whatever it was called. And get married under the stars. Yeah. <laughs> that that nah, was so messed up. I, I, they probably have... I don't know. There's probably something that that base is holding more important than the money. Yeah. Um, maybe some kind of plans for something. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm curious about what it is that they're going to be doing. Uh, and then we find out that the kid is, like, writing a damn thesis statement. <laughs> on Manifesto. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Communist manifesto. He had so... It was just, like, going at Cassian. I kind of like, liked him. Oh, me too. I thought it was a lot of fun. Like, seeing somebody kind of passionate about... Like, all of that stuff. Um, 
I, I would have liked to have heard more. Um, and the other, the the big dude, uh, Turbin or however you say it, we don't really know why he's there. Um, but we do find out why Lieutenant Gorn, uh, their inside man in the Empire, why he's working with them. Uh, he's one of the other stories in the episode. We see kind of bits and pieces of him, I guess, getting things ready or to make make their uh, uh, heist a little bit easier, like while also making it look like he's trying to do his job. Uh, I thought his pieces were not my favorite because we'll we'll talk about uh, uh, Cyril in a minute. His stuff was my favorite. But uh, Gorn's stuff was probably my second favorite because like, I picked up, even on the first watch, like how he was going through and doing things to make it look like he was like being a jerk. But they really like worked in his favor. Mm-hmm. Like he was yelling at those dudes about having something painted. And they're like, but he was like, you're going, you're going to be down here tomorrow night and da, 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 da. and they're like but like this place sucks man the only reason anybody like isn't like bummed out about being stationed here is because you know if you're here during the whatever the thing is called you'll get to see it and uh he's like well you know it better be painted the day after and make sure your men know how close they came and like he's being like a real hard ass but like a fake hard ass yeah. Uh I thought that was really good. Um and then him kind of uh having that one on one with that dude on top of the, the base there. It's like that dude was like just talking crap about the people, the natives, um, or the people that come for the show. Uh and he tells him like the last time they only had like a hundred people or something. Mm-hmm. Um He's like, yeah, I bet you could sm- still smell them or something like that. It's like dirty hippies. <laughs> uh, but we find out from Vale that Gorn fell in love with a local. And because of that was denied a promotion or lost a promotion. And then she says lost the girl. Yeah. I, I took that to mean that the Empire killed her. Yeah, me too. So, um, yeah, that definitely gives him motive to to kind of want to, if not see him fail, at least undermine them a little bit. Um, and then uh, the two other smaller stories, one was, uh, what is that dude's name? Uh, Blevin, Lieutenant Blevin, who uh, was the guy that was like uh, uh, interrogating the the locals about everything that happened on Ferrix. Mm-hmm. We see him on Ferrix. I do not know what the point of that scene was. I don't know. I like, do you, do you, I 
didn't even remember it the first time when it came up when I rewatched it the second time I was like I don't remember this scene so but I mean it's it's just one scene like he's on Farrick's like walking around looking at stuff and I was like what what was the purpose in this yeah watching them clean up I I think maybe I don't know it's uh because they're setting up an HQ so maybe it's like to set up the the empire's rule like I don't, not yeah. rule but I don't know what I'm trying to say like that their presence is going to be heavier now I guess like maybe they let some worlds kind of run their own yeah but I feel up. like we kind of got that from the last episode uh, when yeah, that's it's like true. reading the, them the riot act and it's like well you know you wanted the empire now you got the empire like we're gonna be there we're taking over um i, I mean i guess it's just him following through but I, I i didn't get which i mean maybe we'll see it um i honestly didn't think we'd go back to Ferrix. i didn't didn't know what well, it would probably... have to that's probably how they're going to catch Cassian or at least something with Cassian because that was his. Yeah. I'm sure there's one or two people there who kind of can give some info on him. Um, But then we see him later, like coming back from Ferrix with the other, like very, very small scene uh, slash storyline in the episode with, um, uh, What's her name? Deidre? Miro? Uh, the, yeah, Deidre, I think. Uh, IS, is it ISB? Is that what they're mm-hmm. called? Yeah. yeah uh, who Who's trying to put together facts about this rebellion that she believes is rising up and her superior officer <laughs> thinks she's full of crap. But uh, did you catch all the names of the planets? <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, there's a Jakku mentioned that was exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple more, but Jakku was the the one I was just like, oh, Jakku. We've never heard that mentioned outside of the uh, uh, sequel trilogy. I don't think I don't think it's been mentioned anywhere else. Um, uh, not that I can think of. I mean, I mean, maybe in like the books or the comics, yeah. but like not in any other shows. In in Battlefield Two, there you know the campaign. Oh, is yeah, that kind of yeah. Um, so her and her, I don't know what he is, assistant or whatever, are just like going through like mounds and mounds of files, looking for. Uh, what does he call it? Like. It's too random not to be random, or it's too random to be random. That's what he says. I just thought they were doing their taxes. (laughs) It looks about as exciting as doing taxes. (laughs) But I guess they're looking for, like, uh, just inconsistencies, right? Like, small things that might hint at something bigger. And uh, I did like what she said when uh he's like kind of not grilling her on it but uh kind of like egging her on i guess and she's like all i know is that if if i were them 
this is how I would do it. You yeah. never climb the same fence twice. Like, like you have to make it look like there's not a pattern, you know, like it, it like almost like they're serial killers, <laughs> you know? Uh, but I really liked her one small scene. Um, I, she is maybe the second most interesting thing in the show. Well, third cast uh, Cassian's interesting. He's, he's fun to watch. It's just, I, I'm not the plot with him. I'm just not, not into, uh, Cyril though. He was my favorite part of this episode, man. Like I felt bad for that dude. Yeah. Because he goes home to his mom at the end of the last episode and she just slaps him. (laughs) Well, I didn't like the the very first scene because he's eating freaking uh, Captain Crunch. Oops, all berries. That somebody else said that <laughs> it it doesn't really look like oops all berries. It looks brown with like it's got blue in there. Yeah, like it's bluish like, brown. It's like a yeah multicolored <clears throat> cocoa puff. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like some kind of mixture of oops all berries and cocoa puffs. Um, I was listening to another podcast. And they were like, apparently they got oops all berries in the Star Wars universe, and I was like, what? Um, but we got, hey, blue milk. When's the last time we saw blue milk? <laughs> uh, I guess I ever wanted to see blue milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess it's actually blue milk because it's in the cereal, which he is not having. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it, I, I don't, maybe it's just me. Uh, I just, I loved all the scenes with him and his mom. I loved it. It was like a, it was like a, like a sitcom without the funny parts. <laughs> you know them burning the uh, the fortress model or whatever could be what the two chicks' mission is: is to blow up the base. Oh yeah, could be some foreshadowing. That would be interesting. Um... I hadn't thought about that. So they're just running around like planting uh, detonators and stuff. Could be. Um, um, so how do you think Cyril gets back into it? Is it through Ferrix? Like, does he go back to Ferrix to hunt down leads? Does he... Like why? I think he's going to wind up on a collision course with, um, what's her name? Yeah, uh, Miro. Like yeah. I think those two are going to wind up working together. Um, I, I, <laughs> it sounds so messed up. I hope he, whatever he does, it puts him in a position to be like a dude in charge. And so that he can go back to his mom and just be like, you know, how you like them apples? Because she is just like, like, just, oh, man, it's so. Yeah, she's very, she's very cringy to me. (laughs) Yeah, you know, she's just 
like and she's like you know you never invited me to come see you and he's like you could come see me anytime i, I had a spare bedroom you're welcome there anytime you want to well an open invitation it's not really an invitation i'm gonna call your uncle and he's gonna get you a job and you know <laughs> you don't have any prospects and he's just sort of like I, I should have died on Ferris. <laughs> like, I should have just let Cassian kill me. <laughs> yeah. I think he'll wind up being, like, an ISB agent. Yeah, me too. Um, he definitely has that look about him. Yeah. I, it's just... I, I, it's a testament to their storytelling that... I know this dude is a bad guy, and I, I spent the whole episode feeling so sorry for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but overall, yeah, it was such a boring episode, man. Like it, it like I said when we started, it just seems like they're showing us things that, like the not exciting parts of being in a star war and that's fine but i never really cared about seeing all of that stuff yeah the uh the imperial stuff i didn't really wasn't excited for it at the beginning but i kind of like it it now because it it's it's, more exciting to me than the other stuff well and like the if you think about it like the empire just kind of happened so they have all these people that work for the empire but if you like when you watch episode four you're like oh yeah all these people are evil but then if you think about it like they they cover the entire galaxy and they probably have billions of people i don't know that work for them they're not all bad they're just doing a job yeah they just don't understand what they're necessarily part of yeah because they're they're uh, so spread out unless you're on a freaking star destroyer you're not gonna yeah so like the you know the dudes on that that base mm-hmm. that like they don't know man no. you know like are they good good guys like really good people like eh, probably not but i mean they're probably like a lot of military guys who joined up because they didn't have anything else to do with their life. Yeah. And, you know, they didn't have any passion for anything or, or maybe they got themselves into trouble and this was a way to get out of it. Or, you know, the empire offers all kinds of, you know, much like the army or the Navy or the, you know, come fly with us, come train with us. Come, we'll teach you all these skills and, Maybe you won't die in a war, you know? So, you know, it's really kind of funny. Have you ever seen the movie Clerks? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, in that movie, there's a whole conversation about when they blow up the the second Death Star. Mm -hmm. And Dante's like, you know, that wasn't finished. Or, it's, or is it Dante or Randall? Either, I don't remember. <laughs> either one. They're like, it wasn't finished. Like, there were contractors on there. There were people, like, still working. Like, you have all these people who just died. 
like for rebellion that like they didn't even believe in man like and they didn't believe in the empire either they were just trying to get by <laughs> you know yeah. so I, you know i guess in that aspect the show does kind of work it's just so it's so boring <laughs> why is it so boring ask hudson <laughs> hang on logan say hudson why is andor boring <laughs> okay did he have an answer he said i want my skeleton candy Me too, Hudson. Me too. (laughs) That's what they should do. Just walk up to the base and knock on the door and be like, trick or treat. (laughs) (laughs) When they don't get any candy, then they'll blow it up. Oh, we did see the... I asked you last week about is there actual, like, currency. We did see the the currency. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of cool. That was a lot, too. Um, yep. Um, still no Saw Gerrera. But, I mean, I guess they're doing it in three episode chunks. So, this next episode will be the end of the heist. Who do you think, besides Cassian, is going to live? Anybody? Uh... I think the the guy that doesn't trust Cassian will probably die. Unless he's a traitor. That, was, kid, that kid's gonna die, man. Like yeah, he's, he's writing a book. Die. He's like gung ho, like passionate, like it's like, man, this is the perfect like setup to to just kill this kid. Yeah. I think uh the two ladies will survive. There's no There was only one. Only one? Yeah. Okay. Just one? Your work did trick me because it was one. I think you're trying to trick me. That means you ate the other ones. No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh... It should be a Star Wars kids show, man. Hudson. I, which I guess we're getting that with Skeleton. What's it called? What? Skeleton Crew? Maybe. What do you think of Andor? I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. What does he think about the Falcons? Uh, he's never seen the Falcons. <laughs> I'm not submitting him to that. Good. Do you like the Braves? Mm-hmm. Say it louder. I do like the Braves. <laughs> uh, favorite Brave? Dansby Swanson? Mm. Austin Riley? Who's your favorite Braves? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they got to have a better game today, man. Mm. Uh, I know nobody's listening to this gonna give a crap about that but us but uh speaking of i just found out from uh spencer that he was at the game sitting behind ted turner and jane fonda 
when Sid Bream slid into home plate. Who was? Spencer. Is he old enough? Yeah, he was like six. I'm going to go rewatch the videos. Uh, he was, we were just texting and, uh, cause they're, they're remaking this old Jane Fonda movie. And, uh, he was like, uh, he said something about Jane Fonda calling him cute one time. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, I was sitting behind her at a Braves game at the Sid Bream slide. I was like, what? He was like, have I never told you this? I was like, I'm going to drive to Chattanooga and murder you. No, you've never told me this. He was like, I swear I've told you this. I was like, you were at the slide? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, I don't know. I kind of rambled on about Andor. But I didn't really have a ton to say about it. Yeah. I hope this next episode is really exciting. It should be. I mean, unless they drag it out again. <laughs> oh, we okay, so we didn't talk about Mon Mothma or um uh Luthen, which Luthen we only see for that one scene at the end. And he's like keeps checking the like radio and he's just worried. But the I wanted to ask you the Mon Mothma thing. Mm. Like She's got a kid, man. What do you think happens there? Uh, I'm going to imagine. Well, I still think that guy is going to betray her. Her husband? Her husband, yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't think it's out of. Uh, I think it's because they've probably grown apart because she, obviously they made it clear that she's into her work. You know, well, it's not. I don't think it's really necessarily it's not even her work. work. It's, it's yeah, the rebellion. Just, yeah, she's compassionate about people, and <laughs> he's just like he's uh, he's Mitch McConnell. <laughs> so, <laughs> to put it in our political terms, he's just like, no, nah, yeah. I'm just going to live off their money, like you know, let them eat cake. So you know, he's so. Ugh. And yeah. her, her daughter, man, like when she came in with the attitude, I was just like, oh, she has a teenage daughter. She that's, needs a good spanking. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> like, why do you care? It doesn't matter. It means you just don't have to do it anyway. Yeah. No. Um, I mean, not, I don't have a teenage daughter, but I live with a, a, a teen. I live with my teenage niece. <laughs> Teenagers are not fun. None of them. <laughs> teenage girls are scary, man. It's an awkward they're, time. They're evil. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it, it's been interesting getting like a peek in the Mon Mothma's personal life anyway I still can't believe that's the same woman from uh, which she was in episode three right was she I can't uh, remember um, where's she at on the cast list 
There she is. Genevieve O'Reilly. I'm pretty sure she was in episode three. All right, so she's been in Andor. She voiced Mon Mothma in Rebels. So that's interesting. She was in Rogue One. Um, she was in... When did episode three come out? 2005. 2005. Yep, Revenge of the Sith. So... Oh, hell, she was in the Matrix movie, too. Man, this chick's been in a lot of stuff, man. <sighs> she was in the Matrix movies. She was in episode three. Uh, she's been in uh, uh, some Law and Order. And a bunch of British TV shows, of course. Anyway, yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought she was in episode three. Um, um, I mean, it looks like she ain't aged a day in 17 years. Yeah, Tarkin either. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Man, it would be cool to see Tarkin for like a brief second. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. No. I mean, it would um, be cool. I just don't know where it would. Yeah. Like, it, I don't know. If we just saw, like, the Death Star for five seconds and we saw, like, Tarkin and Vader, like, walking. That would be cool. I mean, it doesn't have to be anything big. It would just, you know, it would just be kind of cool. So, anyway. Um, I think the next episode is going to be a lot more exciting Obviously, it's been building up to something, um, the heist. But uh, I hope the heist is more exciting than uh, the escape from Ferrix because that really didn't do that much for me. Uh, um, and your sister is just not on board with this show at all. No. <laughs> for a week, she's just been like, it's so boring. I'm like, I know. But you just kind of got to power through it. She's like, I want to talk about it. I'm like, then you got to power through it a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I I don't know when we're going to talk about episode four because you're going on vacation, right? Yeah, we'll be gone until. uh, Well, we'll be coming back Sunday. Okay, so probably sometime next week. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I'll be off Monday, so. Uh, okay. Um, I'm usually up around two or three in the afternoon, so yeah. Um, hopefully, we can wrap this episode, this arc up, with something a little more exciting. Um, and did you watch uh, Werewolf by Night? No, I didn't watch that yet. Y'all should watch that. Well, I don't. If Kara's not into scary stuff, she probably won't like it. It's not like scary, scary. It's more like uh like old old timey kind of scary like stuff from like the 60s and 70s kind of scary but it's a lot of fun it's very halloweeny so um she might anyway. watch it uh i i enjoyed it a lot so um i guess go check out everything else we're doing over at xwingfiles.com um 
I sound so excited. I, this would be the worst episode ever. Well, <laughs> this is the first time we've ever recorded at uh, yeah, 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah. So I'm coming off the end of my work shift. And so, um, and, and also, I'm just not excited about the show, man. Yeah, like, not yet. I hate it. So, I mean, we're, we're almost halfway through, and I'm just like, like I'm more excited about House of the Dragon than I am this And I don't really give a flip about Game of Thrones So That's just sad man So um, Anyway yeah go check out everything else we do We'll be back next week wrapping up The second arc of Andor um, And seeing who survives this heist So uh uh, I don't know. We don't have a sign off. Uh, we'll see you guys then. <laughs> we got to come up with one. <laughs> uh, that, oh, man. There was a. Uh, what does his mom say at the beginning of the episode? I'm going to have to go back and look it up. She says something so, like, mean. This, like, well, you were never very pro. Or, you're not very promising or like something like just so mean to him. I'm talking, man, if you get a chance, go back and rewatch just the parts with old buddy and his mom. It like, it, it is the saddest thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Later. <laughs>